The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast are those of the host slash guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any of BXR entities and those they represent. You want to call it of you better live with the goddess Chaz, Chaz Thrill, the Empress Lady Gate Mix. And we got some things to talk about tonight. Oh, yes, we do. We always got some things to talk about, right? And I'm going to be talking about a lot on how to be connected. That's tonight's topic. And let me just let you know if I was not connected to God and He was not connected to me, y'all would not be seeing me. It's a lot of you be raining over here. Thank God I am sun. Sean. Joining me later tonight, I gotta announce that first thing off on my guest segment of Living It. It's gonna be the one and only, the extraordinaire, the extraordinary, the Devo, because he called me Devo all the time, so he Devo, because he kind of like my bro, Nate Cowder. He's gonna be coming through. We're gonna talk about um, a little bit things that we do. Y'all know Nate, though, but it's some community events that are going on in the community, and uh, he reached out. He wanted to come on here. He wanted to talk about it. Um, I'm excited about that. It's always a good thing to be connected to positive things that's in the community and all of that so Nate he got those connections he got those connections and it's going to be an honor because I'm connected to him and he reached out to me and he going to connect y'all he going to hook y'all up so that's that uh what my guest segment will be coming up a little later so stay with me stay with me stay with me you don't want to miss that because you know you know how I go Gotta watch the show. So now that you are watching, I want to say God bless you. God loves you. Thank you for joining me once again. As you know, I'm here every Thursday. Well, God willing, right? Every Thursday at seven, right here, coming through with your news, our reviews through Be Exposed Radio. And it got to be exposed. Yes, it do. Yes, it do. My mom just be burning. I be there. Be all out of the camera frame. But this is me. Y'all know what Chance Rule look like. So let's get into it. I started off with a prayer just to bring that grace up in my space. It's already here. But that's just to give all glory and praises to God. Because you got to stay prayed up and praised up because baby, we are living in dangerous times. And I live in a very, very dangerous city, right? So a very, very, very dangerous city. I mean, things are happening all over the world. But just the realization that, you know, I'm born and raised in Baltimore City. Things are happening every day right around me because I swear as I'm looking at the news, I'm like, wow, my area, right where I'm living, like everything just keep on happening. So it just gets you to recognize how truly blessed you are, you are that even in the midst of, you feel me, I should feel no evil because God 
is definitely with me. Not just only me, he's with you. So if you're viewing today, if you're here with me in Baltimore City or anywhere in the world where you know the dangers lie ahead, oh baby, you better give God some praise because you are connected, okay? That grace, mercy, and love continues to endure. Let's get that prayer and then I'm going to talk about some of these what in the what. I'm going to get that out the way early and some of these what in the worlds. Oh dear Father God, thank you. Thank you for another day, oh Father God, waking us up with a sound mind, oh Father God, able to go on our way, oh Father God. Even though we walk through the valley of shadow of death, Lord, we should fear no evil, Lord, because you are with us. Lord, I thank you. I'm grateful that you keep on reminding me of that, oh, Father God. I'm grateful to know, Lord, that even in the rain, oh, Father God, you continue to provide the sunshine. Oh, Father God, I ask, Lord, that you lift up anybody, oh, Father God, anybody, whether they're watching, whether they're sitting at home doing anything, wherever they are, Lord, if they're going through something and they're down, oh, Father God, lift them up. Lift them up, oh, Father God. Please be in their hearts, oh, Father God, and let them understand that they must lean on your understanding and not our own, oh, Father God. Because great is he that is in us, oh, Father God. And I just thank you for being who you are. I thank you for being who you are and for keeping us, oh, Father God, and bringing us this far. We've come a mighty long way. We still have so much, so much, so far to go, right? So far to go, oh, Father God. But with you by our side and you over it all, oh, Father God, I recognize we are truly blessed. Thank you. Amen. Amen. I recognize we are truly blessed and it's definitely a blessing to be connected. And when I say connected, I mean in that spiritual room with the most high, the creator who has definitely kept me connected. But, you know, in this life also, you know, no matter what you do, it also is an awesome thing to have connections with people and to be connected basically means you know you are being brought together uh into some contact for a real or notionable link to be established right um associated or related in some what i put in some respect right in some respect so respect it if you can be connected with anybody and do great things or be informed of good things but we also got to be aware of those connections that we got to disconnect too right that part. <laughs> Y'all know I'm trying through or I keep it real. Yes. A lot of connections are blessing or sometimes we be thinking connections be a blessing, baby. And it's a mess that is just set there to have our stress and everything else. So y'all know I ain't lying. And if you is human, okay, if you are a spiritual being having these human experiences, you know exactly what I am talking about, okay? Some connections are meant for a lifetime and some are just meant for a season and some of them are just meant for y'all to just come together, you know, like a like a telephone call, I guess, right? That type of connection and then dial tone, hang up on that. Um, but here in Baltimore, one of the what and the what, as you know, we have spoke a lot of times, Prisley, on our show about our new police commissioner. And I'm like, mm, mm-mm, baby. They saying that Mr. Worley is making mistakes already. However, he is defending this mistake. Now, I agree, though, with the 
with the masses, with the, with the people, or so you can say. And when I say the people, because a lot of times you got to be clear, right? We all famous for saying they and them and all that. I realize that. And Mondi always tell me that all the time. So I'm talking specifically about some citizens in Baltimore who have spoke, you know, on the news, who have been on social media talking about it and everything else. Um, so recently, it was a 26-year-old tech CEO. Yes, this beautiful young lady established her own tech company back in 2018. Um, she was murdered. She was found in an apartment building with blunt force trauma to her head, uh, possibly being killed on Friday, but was found on Monday. But she was reported missing. Now, Definitely a tragedy. We always talk about that too, that unfortunately tragedies happen. It's tragic no matter how you, you look at it. I definitely send my respects and my love out to her family and her friends. I see that they already had some type of, you know, just visual to, you know, memorize, memory and memory of her and just talk about her. So she seemed, appeared to be a awesome lady and it's just unfortunate that she lost her life in such a tragic way this 26 year old lady that i'm talking about is miss pava la pierre yes pava la pierre uh was killed in her apartment right down on franklin street but this is the thing now that it's all been caught out because the person that was responsible for mr james billingsley 32 years old, was caught. He was just caught last night, I guess, in like the mid hours of the morning. So they reported Wednesday night, but it was like kind of officially, I guess, Thursday morning, right? Caught out in Boymore, Maryland at the Mock train station, trying to get on the train and get up out of here, out there in the Prince George's County early um, area. But they got him. They got him. But this is the thing when it all come out. Did you know? Well, now a lot of people do know that Mr. Billingsley was already being tracked. He was already being looked for because apparently a fire that occurred on Emerson Avenue on September the 19th was him. So they was already looking for him. He already was being looked for for arson, rape, and attempted murder. And not to mention, let me give you, hold on, before that, this brother had been released from prison after getting 30 years for similar crimes. I think it was like a sexual assault on a uh, woman. And he did seven years and was released on parole. So what, he got locked up. I think he's 32 now. He got locked up when he was like 25, 26. And to get released on parole after being sentenced 30 years, only doing seven, and come home on your same wicked shenanigans. That's the mess. That's the mess. But anyway, Mr. Beasley, Billingsley, correction, James Billingsley, on September the 19th was up in the Emerson Avenue area and assaulted a couple, tied them up, and set their house on fire. I had seen one source that was saying that their necks or something was cut, so I don't know if he tried to injure them in that way, but this couple survived. And it was told that they knew he was connected to these crimes, and people are like, well, why wasn't a flyer, you know, like an alert put out, letting us know rather than them reporting that this was a fire and that it just was an awesome investigation going on. It really wasn't any details aside from that about the September the 19th event. It just was like it's a fire on Emerson Avenue. They really didn't get into those details of that assault and all that that took place there in addition to the fire, right? So now Worsley 
out, acting police commissioner, and saying that they didn't make the flyer or put the alert out there because it was not a random act. Yes, apparently, Billingsley posed that he knew this couple. He had some type of connection with them. And it wasn't a random act. So Worsley said they did not announce it because they did not want to do it prematurely and allow Billingsley to like flee or know that they knew it was him and possibly get away. But if y'all knew it was him and y'all was tracking him, why didn't y'all put the information out there? I mean, it could be possible that this beautiful lady, Miss LaPierre, could be alive. I mean, what's going to happen is going to happen, but at least. We, or you know, she, in her case, could have been on alert. Could have been on alert on it about it and a little bit more conscious because how they're saying what happened to her as they're following that investigation, the information is coming out is that he was seen on camera. Like, yeah, the surveillance cameras downtown actually following her, not too closely, but following her. And it does not appear that she even knew or noticed him. However, when she gets to the apartment building, to go in, he's at the apartment door, you know, looking like he done lost his keys. So her, being her friendly self, lets him into the building. They were seen on a surveillance camera inside the apartment building, engaged in some conversation. She proceeds to go to the elevator and he follows her. Uh, it's being said that she was killed on the roof. So I don't know, once he got in the elevator, I'm sure he began his assault on her or, you know, and yeah, she died of blunt force trauma to the head. That's vicious. That's vicious. I mean, it's September 19th. It's vicious, right? But tie somebody up, assault them, a couple, two people and put their house on fire. Like that's serious. And then days later, the come and do this egregious act as well. And kill this lady. You know, to beat somebody to death is real, real wicked. To put, to tie somebody up and assault them and put their house on fire, essentially leaving them for dead, is real, real, real wicked. So, Miss LaPierre was reported missing. Okay, she was reported missing. They're saying that she possibly was killed on Friday, but she was not found until this Monday. It's just a whole lot. It's a whole lot. I mean, what y'all think? I think, just like I said, in my opinion, you know, a lot of people, I get it. They say they don't look at the news. I've had my moments where I've had to disconnect from looking on that platform as well because it's depressing. It's depressing. And sometimes, you know, looking at the news, I used to just go on my telephone and look up the weather or something like that. Because sometimes first thing in the morning, I get up 5, 5.30, turn on that news and hear all this bad news, okay? I was like the, the witch on the on the ways, like, no, I, you what she was saying, no more bad news or whatever. I didn't even want to hear it because it was like draining the first thing when you get up in the morning. You hear all this bad news. So I had started just looking on my weather app to see, be sure what the weather is because you know the weather be playing bipolar games too, right? And then I would kind of look at it, you know, later on in the day. Um, but now I get up, I say my prayer. I just ask God to put, put protect me from those type of, you know, feelings and, 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 and letting that be a part of me. Okay. That sadness, 
that that type of depression and stuff when I'm starting off my day. So I've been going back to looking at the news. That's my first thing. And I'll be listening to it, not necessarily watching, but like, wow, wow. So I already was like, wow, when I heard about the fire on Emerson Avenue, like I said, that's my area, area that I'm familiar with. So I'm like, okay, so I remember that. And then I remember waking up, turning on the news, hearing about this lady that was killed in the 300 block of Franklin Street. And I'm like, wow, these are all in the, not far apart, really, the same facilities, uh, one another, you know? And I'm like, okay, but I wouldn't have connected that. I didn't put two and two together because stuff is always happening here in Baltimore, right? But the fact that find out after they're doing this investigation and after he was captured and everything, the fact to find out that he was connected to that September the 19th event and that they were already, not event, but that crime, it, I mean, it is an event, right? It's a big event, if you ask me, that negativity, that he was already connected to that and we wasn't alerted and this man was just walking around, you know, we sitting here, we just thinking of another fire or somebody set something on fire. Up there, we know they gotta do that investigation, and we know some they have to be careful about what information they put out there. And I get that, I, I get that, I get that, but I think it was the wrong call. Now I know Wally is just getting up in there. I'm not trying to be too hard on the brother. He's been on Baltimore City, and that's what I'm saying. He's been here for a long time, right? He's been here for a long time. He knows the ways of the police department. And everything else like that. And I don't know Wally. I don't know. But you should have took, I don't know. He should have took the lead in it. I'm 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 floored. I'm floored. I'm speechless for real. Cause I'm like, that is really sad. Maybe, maybe this young lady would have been on alert. And when this guy had been behind her, they would have been putting up his picture saying that he was involved. I mean, what what doesn't make a difference if he knew the people and it wasn't no random act? What don't make a difference? That's some wicked stuff. <laughs> and it definitely should have been put out there. Look, my voice cracking up and everything. Because I'm telling y'all, y'all, I was like, what? I was like, golly. So you mean to tell me y'all already knew about this? Y'all already knew it was him? Y'all was already looking for him and everything? And then it took for this lady. That's why he's saying that they put the flyer out once he, once they connected him to the paver. I hope I'm saying her name right because I've been hearing it all the time for a while. Or <laughs> should I say since it's been going on? Because it's just it's been talked about everywhere. CNN, everything else like that. Paver appear. I'm like maybe she would have been on alert, like how we were when we found out. That she was killed and he was connected to her. And when they was explaining that he was kind of like, you know, a serial rapist and was going around, you know, doing stuff. Oh, I was on alert. I, I was on alert. And maybe that would have been the case if something was said. So I ain't gonna blame everything on you, Wally. Not at all doing that. But I do think that that was the wrong call. Y'all should have said something. Y'all should have said something. They definitely should have said something. What y'all think? Come on, y'all. Don't be having me on here every week. <laughs> Talking to myself. Don't be shy. Y'all know the phone lines are open at 
642. Look, I'm forgetting the number. I just said it so much. It's uh, 642. Is it money? Is it money? Is it money? Yes, there you go. Look, y'all. I think that I'm feeling, I ain't even going to speak that right. But you know, my father, my dad, greatly. Charles Chance, he was battling with dementia and Alzheimer's and that type of stuff. He scared me. All type of diseases and illnesses that I know running my family be scaring me. That's why I try to do healthier things, you know, hopefully to live a long life, you know. So, yeah. And I be forgetting. I be forgetting my short term is not together. So if I ever was supposed to do something for you, what I'm going to say that in the short term, and I forgot, forgive me. Blame it on my head and not my heart. But I ain't, I ain't claiming none of that. That dementia, no nothing. Unfortunately, it was early onset in my father's case from, you know, alcohol and different stuff like that. Being an Indian man, that was his thing. My father used to put everything in him, can't handle nothing. You hear me? So I try to be careful about that too because I have an addictive personality. Once I'm used to doing something or whatever. That's what I want to, that's the way I had to do stuff or whatever. I always put it off on my OCD, but it is, there's a certain way I have to do it or I'll be off and that happens a lot. So look, pray for me, pray for me. But yeah, like I was saying, uh, mess, Wally, mm, mm. And I <laughs> had hopes for you. I'm not blaming you, but don't defend it. Don't defend it. The same way I was proud when the Brooklyn Day shooting came out and he was on there before he got kind of uh, officially, you know, uh, what they call it, like connected. I'm going to say that that was Baltimore Police Commissioner before he was effectively that, you know, and he was talking about the Brooklyn Day um, shooting, he was like, look, we made mistakes. You know, he was being honest. But to come and say, I mean, maybe he honestly believes that, that he doesn't think that it was that important to put out that flyer alert because it wasn't a random react on September the 19th. But they definitely should have said something. I mean, whether he believes it or not, to come out and say that after this lady tragic loss, I like, no, we didn't say anything. Because he knew them people. But I don't want to talk about the victims. But he knew them people. This wasn't a random act. They knew exactly why he was there. And that event happened. Like, so what? So what? What he did to those people was wicked. That definitely should have been put out there. That this man that knows these people would do something like that. And we are looking for him. That that should have been said. We are looking for him. Be careful. He's possibly armed and dangerous. We are looking for him. This is a couple that he knew, and he just tied them up and put their house on fire. That's how I should have been reported. He wicked. He had a 30-year sentence. All that should have been out. He had a 30-year sentence. He has a history of a book. But, 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 you know, laying it down. He was locked up for seven years. And that's how I was thinking, like, wow, 32. So if he was locked up for seven years, like, why? Been in jail since he was 25 and came right out on this stuff. So that's him. That's him. All I'm saying is he ain't getting out this time because they was already acknowledging that it was a mistake that, you know, they was trying to blame that on the parole board. I'm like, dang. Damn if you do. Damn if you don't. But, you know, if he was selling drugs or something, he would have never came home. Or if he 
you know, we say a lot about that too, for it's like those type of crumbs, like sexual crumbs and stuff. They 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 taken seriously, but not not really. Cause even with that 30 years that he got, that wasn't like for that one time for him getting that 30 years. Like he had other shit too. It just was that one last thing he got that 30 years for, probably because of his history. He only did seven, then he got out on parole. I see something up in this chat while well, I see a notification, but I can't see it. So if you're talking to me, say it again. <laughs> say it again. Or oh, if it's me, if it's Bonnie, you trying to say something to me, go ahead and speak it out loud. Because all I just see is one on the chat. And I don't want to hit the button because y'all know me. I'm going to hit this button. And whatever the way, I'm going to be all um, mm, disconnected. That was another thing, too, y'all. I'm a little bit stuffed up. No, I'm not sick. But I did have a couple of friends. You um, sick. Huh? <laughs> a little stuffed up, girl. You sick. <laughs> I know I'm not sick. I was a little bit stuffed. <laughs> I was a little bit stuffed up. <laughs> I am not sick. But I did have um a, a friend that had COVID and everything. So that scared oh, me. Wow. I, I was like. I was like, oh no, it scared me. I wasn't around them or anything, right? But when I found out, it's like I found out they had COVID in the midst of me being all stuffy. I'm telling y'all, I just woke up. I had a headache. My body was You get disgusted with them. That had to do with some stress, right? And I was like, you know what? It scared me. I was like, let me take a COVID test because I got stacks of them up in here. So it was negative. I was all good. Okay, okay. I was all good. I was all good. But I, I definitely was like, hold up. <laughs> but, you know, I be trying to, you know, stay connected to myself and know when something is. And I was like, you know what it is, Chaz? You are stressing too much. Ain't no quoting nothing. You got a headache, your body aching, and everything else like that. I mean, all the symptoms? Huh? You said you had all the symptoms? No, not all of them. I still could taste food. Okay. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't you like. You guessed here, by the way. Huh? Such a guest is here, by the way. Okay, good. We can ready to get into our segment of living it. Let me just say this first, right? Y'all better call me, my guest here. Y'all better give him a welcome, but it don't even matter because me and Nate can run our mouse. We been been. And um, Virgo season, Virgo season is out the door and now we are on Libra season okay i didn't even get to get all my Virgo shout outs out yes it was mike it was Tanika, it was shanika it was nikki um just a whole bunch of mighty um mighty Virgos. okay it was oh, all of them and then yesterday was my cousin who was on the guest too the wonderful marquise clinton yesterday was his birthday and my phone my son on the suit ain't nothing to like let me just <laughs> Let me just say that. And then my brother, my love, Jeffrey, his birthday is coming up October the 2nd. I love Libras. I do. I love them. They something else, but I love them. We're going to get more into that. Let me welcome Nate because Nate has took his time out to come on here and join me and let me know how he is living it. And I live for it. So what's up, Nate? Let's get him on here. Hey, Nate. Hey, how are you? Hey, I am blessed by the best. You already know the rest. What's going on with you, Nate? <laughs> um, just being an adult. 
<laughs> Being in a doubt. Where you at? You are you out a doubting. It looks like you're yeah. out of town. Just out having business meetings, you know, Tasha. Hey. Yeah, well, all of that, all of that, getting into all of that. Well, Nate, you know, when I just was introducing you, I was like, people know who you are. You know what I'm saying? Nate, um, mm. well connected, the audits exchange, and all of that good stuff, vast top blue with your jewelry. But you are joining us tonight to talk about some community events that's coming out. Cause like you said, you're in a community mm. doing what you do. Making sure those connections are very, very well. Um, so I know the first thing coming up, but I know the, the thing that you were really, really coming to discuss. I, I mean, mm -hmm. you're coming to discuss all of that. But let's talk about the first thing that's coming up um, on the 30th. So that's this Saturday, right? Yeah. So um, I co-created a event called Black to the Future. Um, oh. I went to the Black Arts District and I wanted to create a... Um, entrepreneurial type of event that is focused on helping people get the things that they need. As an entrepreneur, I really have had to, you know, find my way and figure mm -hmm. things out. Um, but I wanted to help people who started businesses, who want to start businesses, who just don't have all the things that they need. During the pandemic, I saw a lot of people start businesses and they didn't have a clue you know, about customer service or how to price stuff or all those things. So I tried to create that. And for the last, oh, so this end of this year will be two years that we'll be doing it. Um, yeah. We're currently at the the historic art social club. Okay. So that's this Saturday at six o'clock. That's this Saturday at six o'clock. You heard it, guys. If you're an entrepreneur, any type of artist, mm -hmm. um, but business or whatever, because I know usually when y'all do that, that blacks to the feature, you kind of bring different workshops that can help people, you know, navigate through that and elevate in within mm -hmm. your faith. So, you know, we got something for everybody. So if you want to be connected to that, make sure you are there this Saturday. Now, is there a fee and everything for that? Or is that kind of like a free event? It's free to come. Um, we'll have um, a workshop networking. Uh, Marnie actually, um, he hosted one of the facilitated one of the workshops before. Um, it's free, and this time we are giving away two five hundred dollar grants. Um, so you have wow. to be there by six fifteen to sign up, um, and you get put into a pot, and you can win up to five well a five hundred dollar grant. Two of them um, towards an event that you want to host or do. It has to be something community led. It can be anywhere in the city of Baltimore. Wow, that is awesome. And that's the only requirement to show up and sign up. Show up and sign up. That's it. Y'all better go there. Hold up now. I'm gonna have to come through. I'm gonna <laughs> have to come through. I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure it's something I can do in the community. And hopefully, you know when because I don't win nothing. Like taping of your show and make a v event out of it. If you don't yeah. know what to do, all you need is the idea. You don't have to write out a full proposal. You just have to write out the idea and you know, that's it. You don't have to have a date yet. You don't have to have an audience yet. You know, I help you with those things once if you win. And then each month 
Um, this year, all of the grants are spoken for, but starting next February, you can apply for up to $1,000. So we do two micro grants and then throughout the year, each month, you can apply for a $1,000 for your event. Wow, but, that's, that's great. Yeah. I mean, it's already a great thing that you bring those meaningful resources and that type of support. So fine, that financial aspect of it is definitely a blessing and hopefully... Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it can bless somebody to do something great in the community or give someone that opportunity to be able right. to do it that just did not have the money. Because a lot of times we know that it is that part, you know, aside from not having the information uh, to be able to make those connections to make things happen. A lot of mm -hmm. times it's about that money. It's about that I money. And I'm still you know, trying to find the money for the things that I do. So it's, everybody has it. So it's not any, it's not that your business is doing bad or anything. It's just financing is, right. Say that, say that, <laughs> say that, say that. Mm -hmm. Cause you know, sometimes people be in this cloud and you know, they want things to look a certain way. And for whatever reason, sometimes when it comes to like support and then that type mm -hmm. of support, people think that it does say that like that their right. business is flourishing or they're not doing well but we all need support we all yeah. need support yeah. and and how well off will you be to have that type of support so that is awesome Nate. make sure that y'all holler um not even holler at Nate. you can holler at Nate if you got any questions but make sure you are there don't meet mm -hmm. me there meet me there that is this Saturday. September the third day. That is the Black to the Future event, and that's been running for two years. Yeah, God. so we started February of last year. Wow, I didn't mm -hmm. even know that, but I have heard about it. I have heard about it a lot of times, just like you mentioned, you um, the one that Moni did get to facilitate. Mm -hmm. I did. I was. I'm blessed to come to that one. I, I loved it. That one was called, I think, up in the uh, B Greens, right? Yeah, be, um, be more greens. Yeah, be more green. So I had fun. Um, it was a lot of information up in there. I remember I enjoyed me some libations and all of that other stuff, but I did learn some stuff. I definitely did learn some stuff and mm -hmm. took some great stuff away from that event. So salute to y'all. You say that's in collaboration with like the Blacks Art District, right? So uh, I partnered with the Black Arts District and a young lady named Shingia who does the Baltimore Crown Awards and the yeah. Black Mall every um, year and every month for the Black Mall. So the three of us are partners in this. And um, it was just an idea I had, uh, you know, in the midst of a pandemic. You know, I know a lot of people were struggling to figure out finances. So it was just a way to help people to, you know, initially to get through the pandemic. But now it's been just ongoing. Mm. That's good. And keep it going. Keep it going. We, you know, I know a lot of times, you you know, things don't go. Just like the businesses, things that you're trying to do and put in place for the business don't go as planned. But the plan is to keep on going. Ooh, and the, the future has blessed already several people. And hopefully it continue to be a blessing. But then also this other event that you got coming up in October, that's very interested too. So Huh? You know, like you all out your business. You are, you are, you all out your business being up. You reached out to me saying you was gonna come on here or whatever. You know, I was also I was pleased. You know, I love being on the air with you and everything else like that. So we look, 
we know you got things going on and the fact that she even came through i'm, I'm grateful i'm grateful yeah you already know Nate. you know it's all love it's <laughs> all love um i was saying the thing that's supposed to be the other event that was mm -hmm. very interesting that i was seeing was the one on october 14th, 14th now that's yeah. the black skate the no. black skate day party and you know in right. baltimore just like in many cities skating is legendary it mm -hmm. is going to be at the legendary the historic shake and bake yes it's happening in honor of miss tony um, yeah, to um really meet the family my goal was to set up a foundation for um in miss tony's name Miss mm. Tony, it's the same name, but um, that was my hope to do that. But this will be the first one in a series of uh, okay. events that we do with that honoree uh, foundation to it. So this year, Miss Tony was the was the overall uh, honor, and then we're honoring eight other. This time, it's eight other men that are part of the LGBTQ community, whether they be an ally or they represent that have so, contributed. Uh, yes, right. they have contributed greatly in some type of way. Mm -hmm. And right. you just mentioned right. Marquise. Marquise is yes. one of the honorees this year, along with DDM, Troy Burton, um, Kevin Brown from um, Nancy's, um, who I, I want to give a shout out to him because he just lost his husband a couple days ago and the funerals this weekend. So shout out to Kevin Brown. Um, we're also honoring Tommy Davis and uh, Jabari, uh, uh, who is now the executive uh, director of Black Pride, as well as Kenneth Morrison, who is the operations manager for the Black Art System. So we have a number of people that we're honoring in addition to Miss um, Tony. Wow, and that is the honor. Yeah, when I mm -hmm. seen that, like Baltimore said, how you want to care? What's that? What's that? <laughs> We're trying to see if I heard that the mayor. I heard that the mayor loved Miss Tony, so hopefully the mayor we can get the mayor out there. And we at this point we're just trying to push the tickets. Um, we've gotten a really good response in terms of people who really want to come, but we just got to get some tickets in. So, come on, people! <laughs> come on, come on, people! And how can they purchase the tickets though? Like, is it on Eventbrite? Is it? on Eventbrite under the Black B-L-A-Q Skate Day Party. Um, mm -hmm. And you can use the code You Better Live uh, and you can get $7 off if you use that, if you use that coupon code. Okay, I live for that. So you better mm -hmm. use that code You Better Live. You live for that. You already get some, some money off. Gotta live yes. for that. I'm gonna come around there, definitely skate. I haven't been skating in years, but they say it's just like riding a bike. You never forget. You know I don't know. know. It's been a minute for me. So <laughs> look, do they got the little walkers around there? I'll my big tail. I think at the one out <laughs> White Marsh they have them, but not a chicken big. I, I don't they know. Have I haven't been in a while. I'm gonna have to, mm -hmm. well, guess what? I'm gonna have to stand on the side like it was back in the day when they played the music. You know, a lot of us ain't going running to skate anyway. We wouldn't run in for the dance panels. And talking yeah. about that, 
Me and Marquis, yes, we used to travel mm-hmm. all the way from East. Come over oh. to Shake and Bake. We skate, mm-hmm. y'all. We can skate. But we used to send over to lock us. And my little chubby Sam, we used to go on them dance battles and <laughs> run through that subway and all that other stuff and star fights and all that other <laughs> good stuff. So if I ain't skating, just catch me on the sideline dancing to some club music or something that mm-hmm. you hear me told me voice on because I'm sure y'all yep. gonna have a lot of that. I grew up right down Argo Avenue, so I, it was only befitting wow. that that we actually do it there. So I really, that's why I really wanted to do it there. And my uncles and aunts all worked there in some capacity. My aunt used to be in the food section. My uncle was selling, he was at the DJ booth for selling refreshments. So it was really like important for me to do it there because it's in the Black District, Black Arts District. And it's just, it was just, I was excited to do it there. So, and Chastity will also be uh, presenting Marquise uh, and accepting Marquise's award. Marquise won't be able to be there. Um, so she'll be accepting his award on her behalf. And I did ask her first. I didn't just. Oh, okay. <laughs> bring it on. <laughs> yeah, you did mention it. And I was like, sure, as long as that's okay with the keys, right? I'm be, but, you know, it definitely would be an honor to come through um, for the icon on Keys Point and to accept it as an award because, yeah, he's gone. He's on a trip somewhere. Yesterday was his birthday. Um, mm-hmm. and he's definitely enjoying well, himself. He's a global he artist now. So he's global now. So you never know where he's going to be at. He's no, also hosting. I, wanna, I don't quote me on a day. I want to say it's either the 23rd or the 28th. He'll be hosting the one of the events at Center Stage. So if you go to the Black Pride, um, B-L-A-Q, blackpride.org, you'll see the list of all the events. And he has one at the end of October. Yes, he does. Um, what, what, the, the ball. I think it's an icon ball or something like that. Yeah, it's something. I, I, it's something of that sort. But yes, I'll definitely have to check that out. Um, mm-hmm. I'll share some information with that because... I'll send you the link. I'll send you the link so you see all of them. Okay, yeah, Mark has been posting some things about that, guys. So if you follow me on my mm-hmm. social media um, platforms, I will share it to the You Better Live page as well on mine. Just to, you know, let mm-hmm. everybody know what's going on. Um, Mark already said he had to come back the last time he was here. So maybe I can get him back on here to talk a little bit about that, how um, mm-hmm. Nate is doing today to help y'all be connected to stuff yeah. that is going on in the community. Um, because they yeah. do that too. A lot of stuff sometimes be going on in our city. And it's like, people don't know. We know at the last minute. And then without people being last minute, hold on. We do a lot of stuff last minute. Yeah. Well, it's not it's, oh. it's not necessarily last minute, but a lot of people aren't promoting stuff mm-hmm. months in advance like they used to. Like, it's right. a niche. If you like a promoter, you're doing stuff like that. But the typical events are just happening and people yeah. are just promoting. So I've been trying to promote, promote, promote for the last couple of months um, out, but people aren't coming out to stuff even as much. It's just, I don't know what the the thrill is in that, but people just, they're selecting which thing to promote or to go out to. But I'm hoping that this event, even though it is a big part of uh Black Pride is open to the community. Um, a lot of allies are coming and even supporting events. 
you know, I got a lot of family and friends helping me with the event. My cousin Keisha is doing the decorations. My uncle Neil is the DJ. You know, I'm going to get a couple more family members to come on board, but it's open to everybody. And I really hope that everybody comes out to it. Um, we still have room for some vendors. We have a couple slots left for vendors. Um, and if you want to sponsor, you can still sponsor. And all the proceeds are going back to uh, the Black to the Future event. Wow. And that's for the Black Skate Day Party. So yes. you have that event to support another event that continue mm -hmm. to bring these type of yeah. um, events and these type of resources and information to the community. Right. Like it, it all consists of that. And, and while people might not be promoting it i know a lot of times people don't really understand all of the background right noise, all of the background efforts all of the people you do have to connect to to make these yeah. things happen because that's important too like you know you at the forefront you're doing a lot nate um but well, i respect you for well, definitely making those mentions right but for me this is actually my first pride that i've ever attended or, mm. or going to so it was i think doubly hard and i'm a little bit more anxious than the rest of the hosts of it so it's 10 different organizations coming together throwing an official black pride celebration most people think it's just one pride in the city and actually there's a couple there's an eldest pride there's a trans pride there's a the regular big pride that was typically known as the white pride um Good but man. this is my first time ever going to pride so I'm a little nervous because you know you don't know what to expect. That's why one of the reasons I tried to make my event more inclusive to everybody. Um, so right. it's just an event, and we're celebrating the Black Excellence, Black Pride. That is yeah. actually about I think it's like 21 years old now. And you picked the right activity because state skating is like a everybody, you know, like a everybody type yeah. of thing. So. Um, that's definitely a good event, but I can say that too about balls as well. You know, I have been to a certain one, you know, I'm not, you know, I definitely have love and I have my connections, um, mm -hmm. with that, you know, with that population, but I attend things all the time, you know, that's basically geared for them. But that's one thing yeah. I can say about the the LBGTQ and all my other yeah. communities that they're welcoming kind of the every kind yeah. of welcoming to everybody. You know, they don't really shut off their events, you know, when right. they have that type of stuff. So that's awesome. Your first time going, it will be mine. Um, mm -hmm. I said that I definitely have to get out there. Uh, get some footage, make me some connections and things of that nature. But it'll be my mm -hmm. first time too, living in Baltimore. Not my first time knowing about it, but it'll be yeah. my first time too. So maybe we can, maybe we can hang together. Don't be scared. <laughs> Don't be scared. Well, a, I plan to go to all of the events. It's nine other events, nine other official events going on. So I plan mm -hmm. to go to it. So starting, I believe the first event is October the third. So from October the third to the end of October. There are 10 official events, and then there's a couple other events from other organizations that's participating that's throwing events. But I plan to try to do as many of the extra ones, but I'm definitely going to do all of the official ones. I have to. I'm one of the hosts, so. Yeah, um, you have to. Well, I don't know if I'm going to make it all of them, but I'm not going to forget right. about you. I'm going to set it in my calendar for October. Mm -hmm. so pretty, I'm so telling y'all, it's some pretty dope events going on. It's a yes. fashion show down at the uh, Black Water Space. There's a um, silent disco going on. 
there's a, a bunch of bougie tea parties, barbecues, and just a bunch of stuff going on. So all oh, that stuff. Uh, and when you say you find this thing. information, and where you say you can find this information, you can at? go to you can go to black b l a q pride dot org and you'll see the whole list or you can go to eventbrite and all of the black pride events are on eventbrite um also you can go to the black pride uh facebook and instagram page and you'll see all of the events listed wow so y'all hear that I'll, yeah. send you the, I'll send you the link so you can get to all of them at once yeah, all I'm at once, and I ain't gonna commit to going to all of them, but I'm definitely coming through to yours right. on the 14th. I definitely uh, want to come through in mm -hmm. honor of the late, the icon, Miss Tony. I remember, like I say, dancing, yeah, yeah, for your dance out, wow, yes, all of that. And then, of course, they come there and, and respectfully receive an award for my fan, Marquis Clan, mm -hmm. aka. Marquis um, Revlon, who <laughs> continues to do extraordinary things as well. Yes. So I'm going to go there. Maybe I can go. You know, I do like the fashion shows. I do like the sit and stuff like that. But, you know, I'd be a little iffy being around, <laughs> being around <laughs> people that ain't got nothing to do with because mm -hmm. they just run that lifestyle. That's just me. It's like, I'm a, what is it? You know, I'm an extrovert, but I'm an introvert. So I'm, it's a little bit of that. I'm complicated. That's why my name Chance for the Emperor's Lady Cake Mix. Um, but you know, it's all love and always love with mm -hmm. me. And yeah, you got a lot going on, but should I say, brother, you got it yeah. going on. I don't have the energy I had 20 years ago <laughs> to be doing that. So just pray for me. Pray for me. <laughs> oh, indeed, always keeping you lifted up in prayer. Uh, who you telling? <laughs> who you telling? Right, just right. preparing for a show alone. Like I said, it was a blessing you called me, whatever, because I have so much stuff, so many things can happen within that week span. And you're mm -hmm. like, wow, it's time for the show again. And then, you know, you be feeling a little down when you're not prepared and stuff because this my this my thing. This my thing. Yeah. But, you know, God. And you've been rocking it, too. You better, you better right. live. I've been trying. Thank you, man. I've been trying. I've been trying. This me. You know, part of my destiny. And I'm like, you got to go. Life is good. God is still great. He sees it yeah. as part of my faith. So guess what? I'm here. And we're going to keep on elevating. I thank God that we yes. were able to make our connection. Mm -hmm. um, you know, hopefully have a lifetime connection because, you know, things don't happen miraculously. You know, good people. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> see you in Safeway every now and again. Yeah. <laughs> 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 up there. Look, we ain't got no markets in the city. That's a, you know, Safeway will have, but it's reasonable. You know it's not I mean? reasonable, girls. You can you can tell us there's nothing reasonable about that. Sometimes <laughs> I was getting ready to say, where did you get that from? No, sometimes on my fruit, no, sometimes on my fruit they be having a little you know, stuff like that that I be wanting. Yes. It be already okay. cut out. The biggest thing that you can get out of a market, of course. <laughs> you know, it's nothing. I've lived there. We don't have no markets. But yeah. guess what? They have a variety of stuff, and they ain't like these other markets. Well, they're not you giving you no money, so we're not talking about them no more. They're not. They not. Yeah, that, that's mm -hmm. right. Don't talk about them no more. Don't talk about them more. You, Look, you, you, should complain. you should definitely complain about them all you want on here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Look, mate, you brought it up. But that right. is where me and Nate, like, 
don't know. We always run into each other at the market. In the so parking lot. In the parking lot. Eve, I'm already, I'm coming out when he going in. Or right. you know, vice versa or whatever. I don't mm. think we was in the market. I be packing up my truck, putting my stuff in there. <laughs> hey, Diva. I, saw, <laughs> I call you Diva. I'm going to call you Diva, you know, because you're a man. you my good brother. I mean, so every time you call me Diva, I'm be like, hey, Diva. Hey, Diva. <laughs> but I'm really, I appreciate you, one, for bringing me on the show, but also participating in the show because it was... You know, Marquise is so global, so he was he actually has another event that day, uh in another thing. So it was I didn't want to miss the opportunity. Um of he was still gonna get on it regardless, but it's great that I know his family, you know, his family yeah. members be able to come on and support. So you were the first person that popped in my mind to accept that honor and to give it to him actually, um, if he were to come. But yes, it's I'm I'm really excited about the honoring part of it. Of course, we're going to have some skate fun. We're going to dance to some house music. We got a couple other presenters that are going to actually perform for their individual person. So I'm just excited about it. So I really come on out, be exposed to the event. Come, you know, set up. You know, we're ready for y'all. Yeah. Oh, we definitely got to come. There's some things to be exposed. That's what's great to you about Baltimore. You know, and great people like you because it's so many legendary people. I mean, like I yeah. still living ones that have transitioned um as well. But this is like, you know, we always get, you know, people people already know what the band mm -hmm. is, you know, in the city or whatever. So it's always a good thing when you can kind of celebrate the greatness of it though, you know, yeah. and the great people that we have in our city and the people that in spite of all the yeah. negativity and all that stuff that's going on are still being led to do, right. you know, these and type of first, events. This first one, I picked eight people who, outside of Miss Tony, of course, I picked eight people who I really, I look up to who have mm -hmm. done great things in the community. Um, and I'm just really excited about how they, you know, they've done. Marquise has been amazing. You know, I remember yeah. just, you know, going out to clubs and seeing him voguing, but now this man is going around the world teaching other people voguing, you know, just extraordinary things, you know, I'm, and I'm very proud of each one of them and all of them. I've either interviewed them or they are some type of mentor to me. Um, again, it's DDM, Mr. Dapper Dan Midas, um, Marquise Clanton, Troy Burton, um, Lonnie Walker of Joy Baltimore, uh, Kevin Brown of Nancy's. Um, I'm losing Jabari. He was, he is in charge of the LGBTQ at City Hall. Now he's um, the executive director of Black Pride and of itself, Baltimore Black Equity, um, Black Equity Baltimore, I'm sorry. Um, and then we have Kenneth, who works alongside of all the prides, as well as now he created Do More Baltimore. Um, and just some phenomenal people who are very deserving of awards. And I didn't want to pick the, you know, the same people who always get it in that community in terms of icons and such. But I wanted to pick some people who have really been doing their work in arts, entertainment, education, and politics. Yes, that's powerful. That's powerful to be able to use said events to be able to give people their flowers now. Um, because even right. though you know that first event is kind of in honor of the icon, um, you mm -hmm. know, Miss Tony and everything. I I think that right. is 
important as well to acknowledge people and let them know that even though you know what they say you don't get no trophies sometimes you don't get those acknowledgments or those accolades that are definitely can you you think of anything that 92q or you know you know he was signed to a music label can you think of anything they've done other than just keep his music playing like if you google miss tony unfortunately the only thing that comes up is the music a couple pictures come up so it's nothing really has been done on a big scale. And and this is just a small effort that I'm doing. Um, but once we connect with the family, I hope to do something, help them do something much bigger for, for Miss Sony. But nothing has been done at right. all. And he was so nothing. influential. He was so influential on mm-hmm. the scene of Baltimore club music, um, mm-hmm. on the scene Creek. You know, I know he used to throw a lot of events um, for like, you know, holidays and, the, you know, so he was right. about that as well, about positivity, about, right. you know, connecting and about the youth, you know, because I remember yeah. a lot of those um, Easter parties and stuff, but some used to have those things mm-hmm. like that. And he used to come through. And second day, um, we, I grew up in that area. It was nothing to see Miss Tony walking down Pennsylvania Avenue with that big beehive. It was, you know, he was also a community person outside Mm -hmm. of being a radio personality. You know, you got the T.S. Madisons and stuff like that now, but before it was just Miss Tony. Yeah, it was just Miss Tony on the radio, out doing events before people were able to really come out and be public figures in that Mm -hmm. community. Miss Tony was definitely that representation for a lot of people. And it was unfortunate how, you know, the fact that he just passed away and it just feel like everything just got quiet. But, you know, 96 really owes him an honor. You know, something. Not just a platform award, but an honor. I agree. I agree. Mm -hmm. Um, Because he definitely was well-respected across the board. You know, even though how... You know, we acknowledge, you know, that he was in the LGBTQ community, but right, he was out there before people even knew really, you know, what that was, you know, all about. But he definitely was, you know, made connections with everybody in any way that he could, you know, yeah. any way that he definitely could. And he definitely mm-hmm. was about putting that positivity out there. He right. definitely was, right. and they definitely do. But I'll be saying that about 92Q because just like the DJ, um, you know, the DJ who had um, yeah. passed away or whatever, you know, they, they make mention of her and, and different stuff like that, but I don't yeah. think, you know, far as like in the salute but like they this. Her more, they, given, they gave her way more you know, accolades yeah. than they ever gave, thank you, than they gave Miss Tony. Yeah. And she was like young. She hadn't even been at 92Q that many years, but they right. didn't really give him a big honor. And it's probably they probably would use the excuse he wasn't actively on the station when he passed, but that right. still doesn't matter because they've given so many other people accolades that was never an employee of that station. Right. Well, you know, remember Frank T. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes you gotta not be from you know Baltimore to get those type of accolades or there, whatever. You really gotta be popping, you know. I I don't know what's up with that. uh, I just went off on. I I went off on this. I didn't go off, but I'd let let her know. There's there's (laughs) an individual. There's an individual (laughs) down in Atlanta. I'm not gonna say the person's name because I work with the person. But I worked with them over the pandemic, and there was a station out of Atlanta that they're on. But they were with, they were one of Frank Ski's um, 
uh, people. And she kept on saying I was the first drag queen on, you know, a big station. And I had to let her know 92Q up here, Baltimore, Miss Tony was the first one. And you're not going to take that honor simply no because way. nobody else is saying that name. And it was unfortunate. You were saying it on Frank Ski Show. And Frank Ski should have set you straight. But, you know. corrected that. Right. <laughs> you should have corrected that. Like, come on. You know the border yeah. boy three. Come on. Don't do but that. They didn't don't acknowledge they didn't acknowledge him. They made him, you know, dress down and change his name from Miss Tony to Big Tony while he was yeah. on that. So he, he didn't acknowledge him while he had a chance to. So why would he do it after the fact? Mm. Good question. Good question. Well, it's great that you doing it. You seen the need for it to be mm -hmm. done. And you are making it happen, Nate, because that's just what you do. You you making right. it <laughs> you making it happen. I need help. So everybody yeah. wanna help. I'm not Come I'm on. getting old. What'd you say? Come on. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on. He said he needs Play a role is keeping this bed nice and black. I'm just telling you that. <laughs> Look, you but I, definitely, I, I appreciate you really for helping in your own way. And don't forget. You better live. You use that as your coupon code. All your listeners can get a discount, a nice okay. discount off of their admission. And it's all, all the tickets that we have. I'm going to have to share that again. Put out some more information about that. I mean, mm -hmm. well, not some more information, but keep on popping that information for you. And hopefully I can get somebody to keep get some people, some folks that come through. Mm -hmm. Because it's like you said, people just are not showing up for stuff. But that is a big part of this. You know, in order for these right. things to keep happening, guys, we got to show up. We got to support. I always say love and pray for one another, but supporting is definitely is definitely a big piece of staying yeah, connected yeah. and making sure that we can keep these things going on in our community in Baltimore City and, and putting mm -hmm. it out there. That next Baltimore ain't all bad, baby. We got some good right. stuff some good people and we had some mm -hmm. good times here so come on out and have a good time starting this Thursday September the Thursday September the 30th, 30th mm -hmm. with the um blacks to the future I wish, I wish we could go back another month I need another month but it's the 30th so October is next week and October is this weekend. Really October right? is Sunday, baby. October is Sunday. I was ready to say because yeah. Monday is the second because I had something on my calendar I had to do the second. And before you know it, it's going to be 2024. Yeah. Um, so they and, doing uh, all that. So on Saturday is the Black to the Future. On Sunday, mm -hmm. you can come on down to Center Stage. Go to their website. They have $5 tickets. It's HBCU night. I'll also mm. be vending my, so you'll be able to buy my jewelry that night and other vendors, but that's the other thing that I'm doing on Sunday. It's, I've been doing their community nights. The play is about Billie Holiday, and it's a really good play that's been on Broadway. And I'll come on down to see it because it is $5. It's HBCU night, so if you got your, you know, your Coppin or your Morgan or your Bowie State Towson, come with, well, you know, not Towson, but Bowie, Coppin, Morgan. <laughs> Somewhere in your paraphernalia. <laughs> and just a little spotlight. There's an HBCU store at the harbor that sells all the HBCUs and the high schools, the black high schools in the city and in the state. So go down there and get yourself a, a hit yourself up with some paraphernalia. And the tickets five dollars for everybody, because I might come through five dollars on, on Sunday, yes. Oh, Sunday, on that's Sunday. down at the center stage. 
Yes. Yeah, I live for please. I'm like, yeah, I gotta come mm-hmm. back. Can't wait to see you in another one or another production by Troy Burton, one of the people that you said your jaw order. And can't wait to see you in another oh, one. You can't see that. Yeah. I, so yeah. I have that's the last play that I did. I'm actually directing another play uh, at Center Stage on the at the end of October. It's a lot. I'll come back, but it's a lot. <laughs> But the main thing is the Black Skate Day Party. That's what we're pushing right now. Um, and if you go to my page, you'll see everything. And I think Monty put my my uh, information. No, the Artist Exchange. If you go to any of the Artist Exchange pages on Facebook or Instagram, you'll see all the events that I'm doing being plastered. And I'll send you your code tonight. I did an image for all the media partners that we have. So let me know. If you want to, uh, well, I'll send it to you. I'll just send it to you. Send it, send, it, send it to me. Send it to me. I know that I was supposed to confirm on that far as with the promotion, but you know, I already told you. Like, yeah, you, you, know me, you, sent me the, you sent me the required stuff. I just was, I had to make everybody else's first. And then now I'm, so every day, one of the honorees and one of our media partners will get a blast on our social media. And then they'll go into the rotation of me promoting you all. So. Yeah, that's right. Promote, promote me. That's what it's all. That's what it's all Bro. about. We don't right. do that enough for one another. You know, sometimes, like I say, love and praise one another. But that support is a big part. A lot of times, we don't do a that enough for one another. We talk about it, but we don't walk in it enough. Yeah. So I'm grateful to have the opportunity to support you. And you supporting me, vice versa. Like, you know, it's all love. And yeah, we out here. We out here. We got to meet up soon, too, because we got some other stuff that I want you to, you know, take part in. So okay. let's meet up. You know, I'm trying, to be, I'm trying to be vegan-ish right now. So <laughs> I don't know where you, what side of the can are you on? But, uh-huh. you know, let's, let's get something to eat. Yeah, well, you know, you know, I'm, I try to do my healthy uh, type of stuff. And mm-hmm. not vegan. I consider myself someone of a, what they call it, a pest. Um, yeah, like um, yeah. fish and stuff like that. Not a big on stuff. You know, I'm already not beef and pork. But we can make it happen. Guess what? I love to eat. And anywhere I go, I'm going to find something on that menu that I can enjoy. Trust in Believe me, I definitely I appreciate you so much, and we're gonna work yes, out. We're we gonna work out, and I'm I'm so proud that you've been pushing through. And I know this is very hard, um, doing and keeping up because it can sometimes feel like that's all your focus is on. But just keep pushing, and you yes. got this. In the midst and of I everything see, else happening, right? In a in I the see midst you got of a microphone now. Like in the midst of <laughs> look in the midst of everything else going on around me like you would never know sometimes you like they say you don't know what people are going through unless they tell you that like, come on in and tell everybody else business so i also be letting people know about bonds and i let people know look i'm here and i be going through baby but i get through so I'm but this is like, in your therapy so just keep letting it yes, help yes, you and support you is. and this will connect you to everything else and everybody else that you're yes. working and the things that you want to do. So come yes, on by. It certainly, it certainly yeah. is. It certainly is. Yes, Nate. You know, I'm gonna catch up with you. Um, hopefully this weekend, if not Saturday, Sunday, I will see you. But I'm okay. definitely there on October the 14th, and I'm looking forward to anything else 
that I can support you. And thank you for joining me tonight, taking your time out, even while you was doing yeah. doing your meeting thing with uh Tasha. <laughs> See you later, Love Tasha. For mom. Shout them out. Yeah, <laughs> shout them out. Um, but you already know God loves you, God bless you. You better leave. And we're gonna get up, Nate. All right, see you later. See you later. <laughs> yes, it's always a pleasure, you know, to have somebody come through and join me, somebody who understands. Um, like, you know, we talked a lot about, you know, Marquise and I mean, people be busy. People be going through stuff. People be doing stuff. Um, So it says a lot when people really take that time out of their day, out of their ways or whatever they doing just to come through to me. Please do not do that. Like I'm talking to my little background blooper already. He was being good, but now he go. And I'm ready to let them see me connect you. To I don't know. He was doing good. I am almost out of there, out of here. You know, talk be fine. We'll be on here talking to run of them off. So it was a lot, like Nate said, that he got going on or that he has some type of um, connection to the, the key people connect the different um, community organizations as well as his and uh, he's helped facilitating a lot of the stuff so come out and support I hope y'all got the information on those platforms that he said that you can go in and get the information from so make sure you do that I'll be trying to say, share on my personal um, social media platforms as well so before they came on we were talking about that stuff I definitely am um, about the um the slaying, because that's the, definitely was the slaying, how this lady lost her life, Miss um, Pava LaPierre, just 26 years old. I definitely would have loved to hear what y'all think about that, because my opinion, not on her um, losing her life, but the choice of the Baltimore Police Department not to put that alert out there to me is just like outrageous. Um, so I'm glad that I got an opportunity to share my opinion on it, but like, yeah, like, come on, Wally. Don't be having them making you mess up already. I had hopes for you. <laughs> I was rooting for you. <laughs> um, but that's that. Something else that I've seen um, that was... Can I ask your opinion on something before you move on? Go ahead. Because it just came up on um, on social media. And... and um... Be for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. While you looking for that, look, I just want to show everybody this X-X drink, right? Remember I told you I was going to bring it. This is from the brother, Sean Fettler, right? I got to show him some love because um, since he oh. had been on the show, I gave him a shout-out last time, but my shout-out was late. I did tell y'all that I was going to bring the drink out. Yes, the brother <laughs> sent me this drink all the way from. Um, he's up in New York. Um, sent me this. He has written me again. Um, wrote me a letter and you know, he just continues to support me and I appreciate him. So this is the drink. It's cute. Yeah, it's the real deal. Um, no sugar, which is my thing. And all of that stuff. Yep, total sugar, zero. And there's no carbs. So this is exactly what I need to leave some pounds. So let's just say, I'm okay. It's good. And it's an energy drink. It, it says that it's tropical. It sounds yeah, like it'd be, it'd be good with some liquor. You want to know that too if you're in there bouncing off the walls and pushing stuff down and stuff too. Yeah, it, it would taste good if it was with some liquor. I don't know how hyped up it's going to get you. Um, oh, maybe the energy comes from the B vitamins that are in here. So the good thing is that it don't have no sugar. Um, instead, it contains zero juice, but this is the tropical flavor. 
it be good with some liquor. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna say. I got some shit over there. It's already good. I'm just saying it'd be better with that. So I just wanted to show is you. It cold? Is, you know. it, is it cold? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's tropical. Um, I mean, I got one upstairs. I just never opened it because I really, I really set this up. Like I was like, I'm gonna put this in the refrigerator. I got okay. the. Because my green, can a little bit um, iffy. I'm scared. Is it is it like a fizzy? Is it soda ish? No, it, it doesn't. Okay, it doesn't. No, it doesn't taste like that. But you, no, it I was scared get, over my can, the can he sent me because it it almost it uh, the way he sent it it got beat up. Then, oh yeah, mine's beat the up too. The one I gave you, oh yeah, see yours got the same thing. Yeah, it is. Okay, the one I gave you. Yeah, mine's yeah. beat up too. But you definitely can taste that as an energy drink. Okay, because I was I wondering, I, never open, I haven't opened mine yet because I was scared that it was going to burst if I tried to open it. I, no, it I ain't, ain't burst because it wasn't. Now, you know, I had this sitting for a while. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if the fizz then went out. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know if it had any fizz to it. That's why I'm scared to open the can because yeah. I don't want it to explode everywhere. Now it's a possibility that it did have some fizz in it, and, <laughs> and it went flat. <laughs> yeah, I waited too long <laughs> to taste it. All right, so what I'm going to ask you though, so and it has something to do with bisexual versus pain. Okay. <laughs> so um. Apparently, Wayne Brady just came out in an interview with E, uh, not E, um, E.T. Entertainment Tonight. He just came out and said that he's pansexual. Now, my question to you is because I I don't believe people actually understand what these terminologies mean, and then they jump to conclusions. So, I'm looking at the comments under this video, and under the comments, everybody would say, "Well, why are you just saying say you bisexual?" Because they don't mean what that means. They don't mean the same thing. That's what I'm trying to, that's why I wanted to talk about this real quick because they don't mean the same thing and people get those things mixed up. So I always try to explain people as, explain it to people like this. Bisexual is situational. Okay. Sexual is- Depending on what situation you're in. That just basically says you like men and women, but you can have- you know, right, but when you're right, changes bisexuality because bis- that's why I say it's situational. Bisexual, you can be bisexual all the way up until you're in a relationship, right? Once you're in a relationship with either male or female, you're either straight again or you're gay. So, if you're bisexual in the beginning of starting your relationship, if you be- if you settle down into one of them, if it's a woman, all right, I'm t- t- talking as a gay man, if it's a gay man. I mean, a, a bisexual man, if okay. he settles down into a relationship with a female, he's no longer bisexual. He's settled. That's a female. He's straight. But I think they say that is because he still was attracted to men, though. That's pan. That's where you become pan. Now you're attracted to both. So you mean to tell me even if somebody being bisexual, you you really be, well, I don't know. I'm asking you're you not, as the gay see, man. That's what I'm saying. You have to take the words into what they are. The bi okay. and the sexual. You have to be having sex with both to be bi and sexual. If you settle down into one, you're no longer having sex with both. So you're no longer bisexual. You're not doing two mm-hmm. things at once. Then you, you, words oh, have meaning. Words two. 
The words have meanings, people. Break it down for me now. Break it down for me now. Now, if you're still sexually active with both men in a relationship, you have now admitted to being pansexual. I'm not laughing. Stop. That's what I said, but you have to actually break these down into segments because you can't actually call yourself a bisexual when you settle down into one, and that one is the only thing you're having sexual with. There's no more bisexual after you're now directionally sexual, and that's in one direction that will be hetero. If you are engaged in a gay relationship and you were bisexual, but you settled down into a gay relationship, you're no longer bisexual again, you are now gay. Wow. But now, see, if you are now committed to being with both sexually, you are now pansexual. Oh, baby, that, that is really complicated. <laughs> it's really not. It's so really not. If you, defi- so if you are looking he, at the words. Is that what he's saying? That he's, he's with a woman when he's still with sex with men? No, 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 see, that's what he did not say. He did not uh, say he was having sex with men. He he actually broke down the definition of pansexual, which means to have affection or the possibility of being sexual with both sex. Okay. Just because you admit to being pansexual means that you are attracted to both sex. It doesn't mean that you're going to act on it. Oh. You see what I'm saying? And now that's what I'm saying. The comments in the um, in the comments, you can tell people don't understand terminology very well, and that's a problem with humanity, not a problem with him. That's a problem with humanity. They in the comments they kept saying, "Well, why don't you just? Why did you just? Why are you saying pansexual? What is that? What is that? Why are you just not coming out as bisexual? Because that's not what he is. Mm. He says he has the he can have the attraction to a male, another male, not the vessel, but the person." Without acting right. on it, he doesn't have to act on it, but he can okay. admit to being pansexual. Like he if the relationship sexually, if the possibility, he can if the possibility right, but he can acknowledge his attraction, be. that he can be attraction. He he is he's not letting the sex enable dictate. him to be attracted. The word the, the sex does not dictate his affection. Got you, got you. And I want people. I, mean, to I really do want people to understand that because bisexuality has an endpoint. That's what it gets to. Bisexuality has. I did an not know that. It does, and, and everybody doesn't that. understand that. You can I don't be attracted know, I think to anybody. Asked me before was like, can I mess with a? B-? You know what I mean? But but that's, see, that's, what, that's what I was going to do. I was going to ask you the question: Have you ever had a sexual attraction to a woman but never acted on it? Yeah. That's what bisexuality could be, but just pansexual. Exactly, it's no pansexual allows you to have those emotions and those feelings without acting on them. And I don't know if the I don't know if the attraction was necessarily, you know, but it was an attraction. No one else ever knew about that attraction but you. So internalizing it, you could say, I feel either pansexual or bisexual. I feel that way, but I might not ever act on it. Okay, got you. And what's my question though was, what's wrong with that? Why can't you have those feelings? Why can't we label something a feeling and not make it though that you have to now admit that you're gay? (laughs) Mm. That's what he just did. He said, "I, I might not ever act on this, but I feel this way. I could have this kind of relationship, this kind of emotion for another man. I could if I choose to. 
So that's why mm-hmm. I want to label myself pansexual. That's what he said. I want to label myself pansexual because of this. But I don't have to act on it. So it does not make me gay. It does not make me bi. Because you can't mm-hmm. take the sexual off of it. Just because you're calling it bi does it not mean that the sexual goes away. Because that's why it's called bisexuality. Because there is a possibility that you are... that No, with bisexuality, there is a... There is a and, the, and the crazy part is... Of having sex with both. And the crazy part is, you know, just like I didn't understand that, and thank you for breaking it down, I'm sure that there's some people that are in that lifestyle who get it... Don't know. Who don't know. What's your name, too? Yeah. Because just like I said, I've never heard it's so it interesting. We've like had, that. We've had shows about pansexuality on this network a lot in the past. Right. And but we you know, one time when you asked me, I think before, because you know, um, what was it? Like, could I mess with somebody that was bow or new to me? You know, used to mess with men. And so I think I my asked you that before. Was, yeah, I did. I remember. Yeah. And I was like, no. At first, right? And then you're like, why? Whatever. So that because I think that my fit is like if they were with me, then they would, but I guess that's not my understanding of it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I'm like, no, they with me. And my question to you is, could you date somebody that was bisexual? And that's when you was like, I don't think so. <laughs> right. I don't know. Because quite frankly, they shouldn't have to have to tell you that. As mm. long as they clean and they get tested and they're clean when they get with you, then why do they have to tell you that? They shouldn't have to admit that. They don't baby, have to they tell, tell me because I'm a gag. If I, <laughs> baby, they want to tell me because I'm a gag. You feel me? If I wish a person be like, girl, and then one of my, you know, and one of the girls, I'm talking about like one of the girls, we say, girl, you know what? You know, yeah, girl, I have, you know, so, but it's not, it ain't rare these days, I'm telling you. In bisexuality, it just it's it just goes with I should be able to explore who I want to be with before I settle down. Yeah. Whether it's both dangerous and it's dangerous that we make people feel like they can't, you know what I'm saying? Because that's why we still got a lot of entire surface of what could have Mm -hmm. been. Yeah, and explored where you were supposed to go. If you if you have these thoughts in your head, like, oh, that person right there is real attractive. Oh, we can make a good, you know, we can make a good coupling. And I don't do it because systematic and and norms say that I should only go with women. That's your norm. Mm. That's a norm that you placed in your own head. But my emotions are telling me something different. My mm-hmm. body is telling me something different. My body is saying I'm attracted to both of you. Mm. Now, if I want to choose you or choose the other one, that's my decision or our decision or mm. if we want to be together. Okay. You see what I'm saying? And it shouldn't affect you in any kind of way because the only reason why you turn your face up at it is because are you going to get me sick? Hmm. Is that not the question that you always ask yourself? If I'm going to deal, if you deal with a gay person, is they going to get me sick? Oh, my. that's the only thing that could be the cause. Yeah, like that. I don't know because I yeah, look. I, what else could it be that could be your deterrent from being a, bi- being a bisexual man if it's not the potential of being sick? Because that takes because prep takes that out of the situation. Yeah, it, got to, it got to do with that too, but I don't. I, I don't know. I just don't want no man that's the trigger to a man because I can always. I don't know. I guess I know. 
I know a little about that lifestyle. I'm not going to act like I know a lot because I know a lot of people that is from that population. But you know, but that's going to get messy. That's not get messy. And I ain't got the time to be over with no queen, no man. Even if a man is telling you they're not attracted to another man, it's a lie. Oh. It's Ooh. a fucking lie. Oh, I'm there. <laughs> Everybody, because this instinctually, everybody has the the mechanism to say if another man is attractive, they, 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 you, you know this. I mean, this is part. This is not a, a feeling for gay people alone. Yeah, everybody right. can look at another everybody. person and see if they're attractive or ugly or not. If their okay. body is nice or not, if they're fit or fat, if all of that stuff is instinctual, it's nothing you can do about it. You can only admit to saying a lie to save or preserve your own self-identity. Right. Because you know if somebody is attractive or not. You know I don't it. Want to say anyway, the way these boys they hang together, guess what? They they go all the way to their Females say if this this chick, if you're not gay, you. if you're not, if you're not gay, you know if that chick next door to you is ugly or not. Okay. You know what she looks like. So how can a man and then that's what I was saying to you, like when you had first asked me the question too, like, have I ever been attracted to a woman sexual? I'm not necessarily, I don't think it necessarily was sexual to me. Like how you like, you know how you're saying it, like I looked at her like, oh, I want to have sex with her. But in some way, whether it was her, you know, her beauty, her skin, because I always look at women like, oh, she's beautiful, or just the way that she carried herself, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was it may have been attractive to me. You get what I'm saying? Right. Because, like, and then that just goes into like, that's the gay men are not attracted to women. That is not the case. We just right. don't want to be sexually active with women. Mm. That is not the case. We we know beauty. We know if we are attracted to a woman, we just don't want to have that woman. Right, there's a difference in being attracted to somebody and being sexually active, and I get that, and and that's why I'm that's why I'm coming back to like piggyback on that because you know when you asked that question, and I was like, yeah, you know, but I'm thinking like that attraction wasn't necessarily, you know, in a sexual manner, like mm-hmm. oh, I want to labor because that's not my thing, right? But I can look at women and I can acknowledge and say, oh yeah, she bad or. You know, she looked right. good a little, but if I'll say that. And, then and I can say this too about pansexuals. Most pansexuals actually like to have sexual activity with both at the yes. same time. And guess at the same time. And there's a lot of my, and there's a lot of gay male friends that I have, you know, and I'll be like, mm. oh, you That's know, say, at the same time. And they usually do it, like I said, they like to do it in groups. And it usually be at the same time when they're actually acting on their pansexual, pansexualness. Okay. Not a paying attractiveness, but paying sexualness. They typically do it with both sex at the same time. Mm. It's not a one-off thing. Bisexuality is usually a one-off thing. I'm usually going to have sex with you tonight, you know, the male tonight, and I might have sex with a woman tomorrow. And see, that's why I would say that's what I can't get with because... I'm not saying that's all of them because most, of, most bisexual... <laughs> you know what I, you I can't even say that anymore because of what I've experienced you know in my own life. You know, it do give a lot of that, you know, and I just don't I know. know. I don't know if mentally and emotionally, like, I could take that. Like, I think it's that part for me and not the really. Thing is, it's, it's only when people are admittedly bisexual that you would have to consider 
in that possibility that they are having sex with both at that same time. It's it's only, and and most people are not admittedly bisexual. Most of the bisexual people are in the closet. Mm. Those are in the closet people. And they be on the apps with no profile pictures, actually, you know, lurking, talking about I'm That's straight. I'm actually straight, but I'm curious. They do that kind of stuff. I'm straight, but I'm curious. No, you're not straight. You're bi. You're bi. You're bi. Yeah, because you're ready to have sex with a man. You're ready. They all up on there. They, but... Yeah. <laughs> and certain people would be like, well, then you're gay. But no, you can't label it just because they're in the closet. People don't. That's the other thing about it. People don't have to come out to you. Yeah. They don't have to do that. That's something that you want to do. You don't walk around with your heterosexualness on your sleeve. So why do you expect other people to do that? Mm. They don't have to do but that. Do, but you do have to tell them. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes, um, you know, it's misconstrued. It's like how I was saying, like, you know, I went to the balls. I disagree with having to tell like them. And it be, and, and I have fun because you know I try to go in and support or whatever. But I did fall back from going to them and stuff like that because I was tired of beating them girls off. <laughs> oh, not not to tip off a woman, you know what I'm saying? Where in that environment, I kind of, kind of like got a boost in my other sexual and kind of be like, oh no, I ain't like, and they looking at me like, why are you in there? I think on the other hand of that, when you <laughs> said you should have to tell them, on the other hand, what you should be asking them. Is do you get tested? Because that's the one. That's the thing that's uncommon. It's not the bisexuality thing that's uncommon. The unsexual, the uncommon thing is your partners asking their other partner, "Have they been tested? Are you going to the doctor? Are you taking care of yourself?" That's the questions that are not answered in relationships, in building a relationship, in starting a relationship. You don't care because you want to have sex. Yeah. Well, men are already scared, good men anyway. It's like that, I said, I ain't got time. And I where did that time. come from? And that's the thing. That's not a norm either. That's not a norm. That's a, a distinct distraction because yeah. you always went to the doctors as a child. Because yeah. that was you, you, the mother's responsibility was always to make sure you went to the doctors. Where did they lose that instinct? And going to the doctor, mm-hmm. it's only once they started becoming sexually active, and now they want to have sex without knowing if they're going to die. Yes, like they don't want to know. Exactly. That's, That's not a norm. That's crazy. That's crazy. I want to know. I just, I had just, I had just went to the, I had just went to the doctors, and I, I took a vial, and, and one of my last, and one of my, and one of my last sexual relationships, like when it ended, and ain't like how I was making me feel. I was like, you know what? I'm going to abstain from sex or whatever, you know, like, that's just going to be my thing. Not that I have a, what is it, like a, a time frame, you know, as far as how somebody say, you know, I'm wait three months or whatever. Before you I know what? That. I don't want you to use your rest of your time on your show for this. Let's talk oh, about I- this on Tuesday at 7. <laughs> Let's do that. Make sure you do. Let's do that on Tuesday at 7. I'm going to set up, I'm going to get a panel and everything. I'm going to set it up. And we can do that on Tuesday at 7 and we can talk lately about it. Let's talk lately about it because we ah. have not talked lately with the great morning. This one's kind of hitting a nerve. And I got some pansexual people. I know pansexual <laughs> people. The reason why I know this is because, like I said, we've had pansexual shows in the past. And I know pansexual people who actually, actually exhibit and do the pansexual thing. And I know they got mm-hmm. something they want to say about this because people like to admit mm-hmm. to being bisexual. But a lot of people don't want to admit to being pan. Yeah. 
It's typically married couples that admit to being paying. There's so much judgment out here. It's it's typically married couples that admit to being paying. Yeah. It's yeah. And that's and that's all and I think that's even better because they know their limitations when it comes to where they've developed into their sex life and why it took them becoming paying to actually enjoy their partner even more. Mm. Forever. Because this is the person, as I said, that's why it's usually married couples that actually admit to being pan because they had to explore something else because their married life became mundane. It's mm. always this. It's always this. We're going to have sex on Wednesdays. We're going to have sex on Thursdays. Yeah. Uh, and then we're not going to have sex this week because I don't feel like it. But then that's what, though. And then, then, too, on the other hand, too, like, far as, like, being by and stuff like that, I think it's more accepted on a woman's side, like, far as with a man accepting a woman. Like and the other woman than it is on the side of a woman accepting a man. That because they always, and that you know where that comes from? Again, back to the sickness thing. It always comes from the adaption that they think AIDS always starts with a man. It doesn't. Mm. It does not. It can be right. dormant. It can be sitting in somebody's uterus for a long time and then get you. Well, just like I said, I ain't having sex, baby, but every time I jump up and that if I got to go to the hospital, the clinic, I just went to the clinic the other day, my doctor was so, oh, no, you still ain't having sex. Thinking she knows something. I'm always ready. I'm always thinking, ready. Thinking I she knows something, right? When she did the pet smear, I was so, oh, no, baby. She was like, I'm going to take your blood. You know, I'm just switching it. Uh-uh. I need to be checked for everything. She like, that's right. I know. <laughs> yeah. and, that's, and that's exactly why I say I'm always ready. In any situation, I'm always ready. You can trust that I'm clean. Because yeah, I'm always ready. I go to the doctor. I don't play that. I love I my doctor. She's I been the do best. I do not play that. But yes, we got to talk about that more. That is so. Yes, I've had the same doctor for ten over ten years. So I love her. We go by. I go call her. <laughs> Okay. Y'all need to know my doctor name. I get oh. <laughs> <laughs> look, he went all by herself. <laughs> but yes, not, guys, I can look. tell you her because it's not really her name. Her name is Doctor Sherry, and she's been my my um adult. What's it called? Adult um practitioner for over ten years. Your PCP. My PCP, my primary care physician, exactly. My PCP. Yeah, help you address so everything. Um, my actual title, that's why I said adult something, because our actual title is adult something. I can't think of the other word. Adult, I think it's adult clinical professional, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, they don't use the primary care physician when they, you call them that. That's your that's your main doctor. That's what that means. Right, they, your main doctor. If you're, if you're not a pediatrician, it's adult something. Yeah, primer. Yeah, your primer. That's me. The first doctor you go to that helps you address any type yeah. of medical concerns you may a have. A primary so. care physician can be a pediatrician too. But yeah, um, okay. when you become an adult, your adult your adult doctor is called something else, and I just can't remember it right now. It's adult something. Yeah, yeah. Once you go over a certain ages, we call your doctor is now called a geriatric something something. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and I'm approaching. You, we're getting close to it. <laughs> when you got to go through menopause, you got to switch back. People don't know that. People don't know that. There's a doctor for every stage of your life. There's a pediatrician, your adult doctor, yeah. and your geriatric doctor. And we need them. The ones who specialize you in it. You're yeah. not going to be a primary care physician no more. You're gonna, that, that one that you was from your 20s to your 30s and your 40s. You're going to switch to another doctor who's going to be the specialist for your geriatric needs. Mm. And that's yeah. when you get old. That's for, mm. you know, um, what's it called? Um, what's it called when y'all um, lose your period? What's it? 
menopause. Menopause. For menopause, <laughs> for arthritis, for knees, for your back, yes. for, you know, for your geriatric eyes. There's an ophthalmologist for that. It's, yes. it's, all your doctors are going to change when you hit that 50 mark. <laughs> right. And a lot of that stuff, too, ain't even got nothing to do with it. So I was already saying, I told this meniscus. <laughs> I got that thing, and now I'm dealing with this arthritis, and that's why I'm nine years away from 50. So that's why I say when I turn 50, I'm going to cut all this off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I'm going to cut all this off. It's started new. Um, but yeah, we are almost out of here. I am glad that Marty said he coming on Tuesday. We're going to see, because I'm going to hold you to it. I'm not going to forget. I'm going to put that in my calendar and my day on alerts. And Monday, I'm gonna be so mm-hmm. You what you say? You talking? Uh-huh. So let's just see. And I ain't gonna let you be like, no, because I ain't I ain't prepared. No, we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna continue that discussion and we're gonna talk about some more stuff. It's like I said, we ain't talk to you lately. Come on now, come on through, be exposed. Um, one of the last things too, um, that I wanted to mention, you know, I was giving everybody that birthday shot. Oh, it's Libra season. I love, love Libra. Some of my best friends, like I mentioned, Marquise had to give him that birthday shout out on 927. Um, my grandfather, Grand Bean, rest his soul. Um, his birthday was it yesterday too? Or today? Awesome man. Libras are just great people. I'm telling you like that. They are great people. And right around the corner, who we got after them Libras? Ain't it y'all, them Scorpios? Ain't them Scorpios up next? The oh 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 yeah, I think it is. Um, but I did want to make mention of something that I had seen. Um, Nelson Mandela, granddaughter, yes, 43-year-old Zalika Mandela has transitioned at the very young age of 43. Um, she passed in his life on Monday, 9:25 from cancer. She has shed her journey of her battle on her social media platforms, I believe mainly through a TikTok account. Um, one of her last, last um, posts that she was that she was making and sharing her journey was made on 823. Um, a little bit over a month later, she transitioned. But what she was saying was, um, what do I tell my children? How do I tell them that the time that this time around, I might not get to live my life as a survivor. How do I tell them everything will be okay when it's not? I'm dying and I don't want to die. Oh, that was so sad. Broke my heart. Um, prayers and love go out to the Mandela family, all of that. Like, that was just so sad. You know, I shared my story with y'all. Y'all know my mom is battling. Um, I've lost. Some people too, my uncle Marvin to cancer, who was the health guru. Do you hear me? So, um, yeah, that is a very, 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 very tripling, tripling, um, crippling, should I say, illness. That's what I was trying to say. And it's just, oh, uh, it's just one of those things. That's why I did some follow-ups. I'm, I'm going through now, get my cancer genetic screenings, um, and different things that I saw I've been having you know, some issues and stuff like that on my stomach. So I'm being on point. You hear me? And I'm getting tested. I encourage anybody to stay connected to medical professionals. Come on now. It's better to know than not to know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I know some people live with that fear up in them, but guess what? 
yeah, like even with her words, you know, to know that you done and everything else like that. I know that is a scary thing, um, but it would trouble me to know that I was dealing with something or I was, you know, came down with an illness or something and I didn't know and it was something I could have do to try to elongate my life, at least for my children. So um, if you feeling any type of, go see about that. Go see about that. Go see about that. I am up out of here. It is Libra season. I'll be back next Thursday. Oh, oh yeah, it's Tuesday too. I'm going to be <laughs> with Bonnie on the talk lately, but you can catch me on my show. You better live next Thursday at 7. I'm coming through here. You know, your news, our views. God loves you. God bless you. You know what it is and you know what it gives. It's more than like the dying. So, yeah. You better live. It's your girl, Goddess Chad, Shadesfield, the Empress Lady Kick Mix. Make sure you come through and join me. Okay? See y'all next week. Take care.